Hello, 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 and welcome to the Lynn Woods Gospel Entertainment Podcast, where we talk to inspire. I'm Lynn. I want you to please like, comment, follow, subscribe, and guess what? You can download for free. That way you'll never, ever miss an episode of this uplifting, encouraging, and inspiring show. My guest today is singer, songwriter, producer, stellar award nominee, Otis Kemp, and he's here all the way from South Florida. Otis, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me, man. I'm happy to be here. Oh, you're welcome. And so we're happy to have you here, too. Folks, off mic, I mentioned to Otis that I did see him. I was down there at the Stellar Awards, and he came back there in the press room, all decked out in red. So that's another thing. I'm going to ask you about your fashions after we get to going in here. But before we get into the music, talk to me about where you where you grew up. You said that uh, you, you're in Miami. Is that where you grew up? Yes, born and raised Miami, Florida. Miami, Florida. So what was that like growing up in Florida, and what were your influences down there musically? You know, South Florida is a melting pot, So You have, you know, island people here, Latin people, American. Um, you have some of everything. So the, it's, it's, the culture here is very rich. Um, my family is um, also Bahamian. So oh. I have family members that's from the Bahamas as well as Sandersville, Georgia. So I got the Bahamas and Georgia mixed together. So you got some good gumbo, right? <laughs> good gumbo, good food, and, and some, some good music, huh? That's it right there. So was music, uh, you, you mentioned that, so I'm thinking music must have been a big part of your life then. Oh, I mean, that's the number one thing. Um, music and, and, and church, you know. So growing up in, in uh, PK, you know, a pastor's home, my dad was a minister first and he became a pastor and a bishop. So I've always been, you know, in the church, but also my dad was a man that taught us to also live a regular life, you know, play sports and, you know, um, develop your gifts and, you know, uh, entrepreneurship. My dad's an entrepreneur. So um, the music just came hand in hand. I was in a group, family group, the Kemp family, you know, shout out to my Uncle Johnny. He always had us singing and doing things of such. And so that developed me from a young age. Uh, Randy Cotton, who was one of our minister of music, he passed away recently. So, um, you know, uh, my heart goes out to him and his family, my condolences, but he was a, a mentor of mine as well. So music has always been a key factor. Okay, so what kind of music did you, you said, uh, of course I know you listen to gospel, you know, a PK, uh, but what other kinds of music did you listen to and that may have influenced your style of music today? Well, yeah, see, my dad wouldn't let us listen to other kinds of music. So oh, okay. Yeah. So okay. He had to sleep. When he leave, <laughs> my brother, my brother put on Freddie Jackson, and then he'll put on some um, what's some people um, some boys name uh, Ready for the World. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we we listen to Stevie, and then I'm in the room listening to N.W.A. So, oh, gee. You know, I'm listening to. Then I'm gonna go back to some Andre Crouch. You know, <laughs> uh, some Leon Patillo. You know, oh, wow. some, some whiners. You know, so I my music is eclectic. Um, also, I'm one of the young, you know, black guys riding around in Miami, Florida, listening to Michael Franks. Really? So Michael Franks is a beautiful jazz um, um, composer, writer, mm -hmm. and singer. So, 
you know, Sarah Vaughn, Betty Carter. So I hung around different types of people. I hung around a lot of musicians. So I didn't know what Thelonious Monk was until I got with them or Yellow Jackets. So my music influence, you hear it, and people say that about my music. Like, I'm hearing this, I'm hearing that. Mm -hmm. How are you putting that together like that? So... Um, because it's the, the influence. So how did you, you get all that? You said that's what influenced you, all those, uh, what is it, a uh, potpourri of sounds there, mm-hmm. and to come up with your own sound. Now you got your own sound. How would you describe your sound today? I would have to leave that to the people, right? I don't know. Mm. Uh, <laughs> for me, it's just me. You know what I mean? So I never really think about it, but I can say this. You're going to hear some jazz. You're going to hear gospel. You're going to hear hip-hop, R&B. Um, you're going to hear, like, even, you know, like some blues, some B.B. King or something. You're going to hear all of that. So I would say my music is edgy. Um, it's it's colorful. And, and it, uh, it's a movement, too, because I'm, I'm writing from a place of life. You know, hmm. I do life music. You know, I tell people when you read about Moses and when he came through the Red Sea, he always talked about what God did for him and who God is, you know? Um, he talked about the experience. And I think we got away from that in the gospel music, you know, um, about the experience. You used to hear James Cleveland, uh, Jesus is the best thing. You know what I'm saying? Or uh, what's the other song that I love? It could have been me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. No, no shoes. You know, all that kind of stuff telling you uh-huh. what they could have been. You know, you know. so I, I write from that kind of place. Speaking of your writing, I heard you had an interesting writing process, so talk to me about that. Well, for which which record though? Just in general, your your process. What's your songwriting process? How do you you come up with your songs, and then how do you um, go through that process to come up with the final product? So what's crazy is concepts. I I, I you can put a okay. How can I say this? It depends how I get how I get the music. Sometimes if I get a track, most of the times if I get it, I, I just get on the mic and I freestyle. So I. I freestyle the lyrics a lot i don't write down a lot of lyrics um or if i get them in a car i'm always in the car i'm always in my truck so i put something on i have to put on my voice recorder you know what i mean mm-hmm. because i'm gonna flow you know it just comes out of me i just go with the flow and i don't want to miss that you know what i mean because that's a a moment created in time you know what i mean so i have different ways of doing you know my writing process Oh, okay. Your your writing process. So now let's jump into your getting your professional break. Now, you did you sing in the choir or anything? No, not really a choir. No, I got my my family group. Uh, yeah, at first, you know, then I started getting into the music business. So you went from your family group to the music business. Yeah, we started a record label in, in Miami called Po Boy Entertainment. So I um, started doing music with friends of mine. Um, because South Florida didn't have a lot of gospel artists that was like doing big things, you know? We didn't have that. Not not like on a major scale. But we did have one group, um, Miami Mass. Oh, they yeah. With, um, I think it's Milton Bigham. Yeah, yeah and uh, Bishop uh, Cooper. Yeah, Mark Cooper. So shout mm-hmm. out to Mark. You know, that was pretty much it. There was nobody that else really doing nothing on a major level. We had local groups. But um, at that time, so... Uh, me and my friends, we started a record label, and, you know, that's where you get Rick Ross from and Flo Rida, you know, Jackie O. And so I was always on the back, behind the scenes, writing and arranging. So you were in the background. Then when did you jump to what you're doing now? <laughs> so 
a few years ago, I, I had some music out some years ago. I, I, I did a solo thing. It was a gospel project, but I never put it out. I never followed up to it. It got some local attention, and they were playing me locally um, well, on a satellite station, and people were like, oh, I hear your songs. And I just heard God clear as they say, go. And that was it. Yeah, he said, go. And so I put together a live recording, then the pandemic hit. So now I just spent $10,000, and now I can't do nothing with this project, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. So um, I just, during the pandemic, just kept working. Started mixing, started arranging, kept writing, kept, you know, recording. And um, got it to a place where I'm like, okay, now what do I do with this project? So I had to seek out, you know, different people of radio and different things like that to get get it heard, you know? I just don't know. I don't take no for an answer. Maybe not now, but no, that shouldn't be an option for us because we're part of the kingdom and we have what we say. So I believe God's word over everything. Oh, amen. Got to be on that word now because that's what leads guys and directs us and protects us every single day. (laughs) Now, here's something that's a little bit off. If you were not doing gospel, what would you be doing? Well, I'm an entrepreneur at heart. Oh, Um, okay. I have two preschools and a private school here in South Florida. It's called Apple Seeds Performing Arts Academy. Me and Mm -hmm. my family have it here. And um, yeah, that's what I'm doing. I'm going to always be doing something to motivate people, to empower them, um, to encourage them, to impart into people, to serve people. I am a servant. Okay, servant, servant of God. Here's something a little bit off, though. Yeah, you know, all the stuff that's going on with us in the world today, what is one of your biggest concern as, as a man of faith? One of my biggest concerns is that the message of Jesus Christ needs to be preached in the right way. I'm not against motivational speaking. I'm not against um, empowerment. But the power of God, it needs to be in the churches. It needs to be in the believer. They need to know that the God we serve is alive and on the throne. And he's not just saying words to get you happy and then have you defeated in the the regular world. But we need to be that beacon, that light, the salt of the earth. Hmm. You said that something popped in, popped up in me. In, in reference to our, let's say we're looking at, at gospel music, is a lot of our message or the message of Christ, do you think a lot of that's being watered down? I do. Hmm. I think it's being watered down. I think people don't, you know, they don't preach the whole gospel, you know. Um, yeah, God loves you, but the Bible also says those he loves, he chastises. So um, there needs to be balance. Okay, and explain that to me. The balance? Mm-hmm. Well, like I say, those he loves, he chastises. So people preach, you know, God loves you, and he wants the best for you. But you need to also tell him that the scripture says if a man buffers his chance, let him take it patiently, see? And if he didn't, God will, will um, defend him and rescue him speedily. So that means a lot of things we do, we blame in God, and we need to get our life together. We need to honor him. We need to reverence him. Mm. That's the problem. That's the problem. So, yeah, that's a big problem. We can't just say and do anything we want to do and say it's of God. No, when you read the scriptures, Paul said, I wish that y'all could be like me and not marry. He didn't say God told you that. Because Paul understood when marriage, there's a lot of complications when there's you know another person involved. And you have to be uh, mindful of that when you're in a relationship you understand so that's exegeting and understanding the text 
properly and life balance. Mm-hmm. All right, then. So let's move on. We talked about the, the ministry part. Do you have something that you would like to share before we get into men, the, the music ministry that is your biggest testimony to date? My biggest testimony? Mm-hmm. Mm. Just you mean like in regular like life day to day life you mean right yeah life uh, biggest testimony is something that you've been delivered from a testimony that God oh, gave God. you that that you could share with others that He's given to you that now you can share with others that will help them on in their walk oh yeah I man God delivered me from alcohol and drugs you know I was smoking weed every day and you know in Miami we popped a pill or two down here and drinking <laughs> and um, yeah God delivered me from that um, I haven't had alcohol and drugs in years and a lot of people didn't understand how could you get off of that and i was one person that always had it and i would buy for everybody else you know um but i told them they said what did you do i said i just gave my life to the lord and i just did it for real and they was like wow so that has now piqued the interest of other people that was actually doing it in the street with me and i give the motivation they say man we just we we, we living through you <laughs> That is a blessing, and that is a great testimony. To and just to do that cold turkey and just do it with uh, through Christ and the love of God, and that's a beautiful testimony. Thank you. To God be the glory. Amen. Now let's let's hop into the, the music. Now, um, did you know in particular this the the song "Daily Bread" would take off the way that it did? You know, it's like number one on the, on the Billboard gospel charts, and that's huge. You know, I didn't know. <laughs> It was going to take off the way it did, but I did know it was a good song. Okay. Um, I knew God gave it to me, and I knew the song needed to be heard. I knew it was a song that would resonate with the world. Mm-hmm. Um, I did. I knew that. And I told people, I said, let me tell you something. When this song hit, it's going to hit, and people going to resonate. Oh, you know, some people, were, it ain't, you know, it ain't churchy enough, or it ain't this. It ain't, I said, listen. One thing I know, real people gonna re- it's gonna resonate with them. You just watch, mm. and it did. And so, um, you don't never know how it's gonna happen. You know, only God knows that. Has it? What changes has it brought about uh, in your life oh. and in your music ministry? I'm able to travel around the world and spread the love of Christ, and that's not from a cliche statement. You know, I'm actually be able to do that. I'm able to um, get in doors that I wasn't able to get in door and get into doors I couldn't I was I wasn't afforded an opportunity to get into because I didn't have a, a, a successful you know um, music career in this on this side. Um, it's it's allowed me to meet new people um, to to do different endeavors and um, to take care of my family. Hmm. Okay. Now this song, okay, that's 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 your biggest hit to date, right? Now you have this single out called "Everything" with Lena Bird Miles is on My Block Records. How did all of this come about? Oh man, so "Everything" was a song that I actually um, put together last year, and um, I was like, you know what? I need, you know, I always do that. I want to put everything out after Daily Bread, <clears throat> but people were hearing other music I had. And, you know, so I got a little, you know, wavered. Like, well, should I put this one out or should I do something else? And mm-hmm. um, I reached out. Me and Lena had been on a lot of different venues together. And I'm like, you know, hey, 
Lena, I got a record. Shout out to my friend Walter. He was like, man, I think Lena Bird would be good in this record. What you think? And I was like, oh, let's see. So I reached out to Lena. I was like, yo, I think Lena, Lena I think you'd be dope on this. And she was like, let's do it, bro. <laughs> and I shout out, you know, talk, shout out to my block. Uh, I spoke with Warren, Warren Campbell, and he was like, yo, bro, let's do it. And that's big because, you know, Warren Campbell and Erica Campbell, you know, my block, they're, they're huge. And they didn't have to do this. But I say, you know, me and Lena are two emerging artists. Both of us come out, coming off number ones. And um, we're young and, you know, we our personalities are, you know, both, both you know, jovial and, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. just, we're just both, <laughs> you know, um, exciting, you know, personalities. And it worked. And I was able to produce the song to her over the phone. Crazy, right? Over FaceTime. And um, I was able to produce her vocals over FaceTime. So, yeah, that was amazing. Oh, wow. Well, it sounds uh, sounds uh, amazing. I really like the single. And, and of course, you know, Daily Bread. And, and you have, uh, are you working on anything else beyond what I've heard so far? Yeah, the album comes out um, January. It's called 3910, Where It All Begins. <laughs> that must there's got to be an address right yeah if you look at the mu music video daily bread mm -hmm. you would see me on a house standing on the roof <clears throat> and that's the house i grew up in oh wow okay thirty nine ten, where it all began that's yes. a that's really really the kids would say that's real cool <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, well, well, how can people uh, find you and locate you on social media if they want to just uh, just hit you up? Yeah, you can follow me on Instagram at I A M Otis, O-T-I-S-K-E-M-P. I am Otis Kemp. That's my IG, as well as my Facebook is Otis Kemp Music. And you can look me up on YouTube, Otis Kemp. Okay, Otis Kemp, brother Otis Kemp, thank you so much for joining us today on the Linwoods Gospel Entertainment Show. We appreciate you and we wish you much success in the name of Jesus in whatever you do and wherever you go. Listen, thank you so much, Lynn. You are a blessing to the kingdom. You're a blessing to this world. Keep doing what you're doing. We're praying for you and thank you for granting me this opportunity. And audience, thank you too for joining us for another episode of the Linwood's Gospel Entertainment Show. Make sure that you subscribe and do it right now so that you never ever miss an episode of this uplifting, encouraging, and inspiring show. And you can also download for free. Now, if you'd like to reach me, you'd like to find me, Lynn Woods, you can find me on X, formerly Twitter, at Lynn Woods, that's L-I-N-W-O-O-D-S, or Instagram or TikTok at Lynn Woods 96, or LinkedIn or Facebook at Lynn Woods. This has been the Lynn Woods Gospel Entertainment Show, where we talk to inspire. And taking us on home is Otis Kemp, featuring Lena Bird Miles, with their single, everything on the Linwood's Gospel Entertainment Show where we talk to inspire. I'm Lynn. God bless. You used to be stressed, broke all the time. Got your friends looking like, what are you doing now? Got God in your life. Everything's just right. Went from the bus stop, now you're pulling up nice. My mind.